Hello, my name's Bob Lentz. I want to welcome you to Front Row Church. If you have your Bibles, why don't you take your Bible and turn to the book of Joshua as we talk about how to live a life courageously this morning. You know, when I was a kid, there was a movie that came on TV once a year, and everybody who was anybody made sure they were glued to this particular night TV. I don't know if you remember the movie, but you could guess, for me, the movie was The Wizard of Oz. Now, that was such a cool movie. I mean, it was a fairy tale mixed with uh, some danger, some excitement, and even a little bit of fear mixed in for good measure. I don't know if you remember what caused the fear or not. What do you think it was? Some people say, well, maybe it was the Wicked Witch. Nope. The fear was those dang flying monkeys. I mean, my 40-year-old son still won't watch The Wizard of Oz with his girls because of those monkeys. Now, there are four main characters in this particular film. All of them thought they needed something from the wizard. You remember the characters. There was Dorothy, the young girl. Well, she needed to find a way back home. Then there was the Tin Man. What, what did he need? He needed a heart. Scarecrow, well, he was kind of like Pip. He, he needed a new brain. But my favorite character, of course, was the lion. What did the lion need? Some of you said he needed courage, but in reality, he needed Courage. We all need courage to live out a life of faith. Maybe some of you today, courage looks like I need it to struggle against a difficult marriage or, or maybe a crappy job or broken friendships or lack of funds or maybe just a general sense of uncertainty about your, fu your future. You need courage to face all of those things. Each of us are going to face multiple times in our lives when we have to make a decision. The decision's simple, but it's, it's never easy. The decision is this. Will I choose to live courageously in spite of my circumstances, or will I choose to cower in the face of my circumstances? What I want to do today is quickly give you three reasons for living courageously in spite of your circumstances. We find those reasons in the life of Joshua. I want to read about six or eight verses for you in Joshua chapter 1, just to kind of set the tone for where we're going this morning. The Bible says, After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, who was the son of Nun, Moses' assistant. And he said, Moses, my servant, is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites. I want you to lead them across the Jordan River into the land that I'm giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever your feet are set, you will be on land that I have given to you. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I've sworn to their ancestors that I would give to them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate them, turning from the left or to the right. Then I will give you success in everything you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Isn't that amazing? Those are some great promises. First thing I want you to see this morning is that if, if we're going to live courageously, we need a new perspective on life. If you want to live courageously in spite of your circumstances, you need a brand new perspective. Joshua is one of those characters that helps us see that our own circumstances are 
not peculiar or different, but we just need to look at our circumstances from a different vantage point. So when you read about how Joshua faced his enemies and his personal trials and how he handled the crazy circumstances of his life, what that ought to make us do is have one of those personal aha moments. You know what I'm talking about? Did you realize the Bible records so many of these stories for us so that we would finally look at that story and go, duh, now I understand. Now I see why I need a new perspective in my life. Now I see why it's so necessary. If I'm going to live a life of faith and a life that pleases the Lord, I need a brand new perspective in life. Maybe if you're sitting beside someone or you've got somebody with you listening to the sermon, you need to turn to them and say, hey, we all need a new perspective. Some of you might remember the Old Testament story of how God brought Israel out of their bondage from Egypt. And as a pivotal part of that story, there is this story that we call the reconnaissance mission. You remember there were 12 spies. 12 spies were sent out from um, Israel into the promised land, and they were supposed to go out, check it out, bring back the report, and then Israel was going to go in and conquer the promised land. So they all came back with the same report. It was magnificent, a land flowing with milk and honey. It was all that God had promised. However, however, there were giants living in the land. And they were so big, these, these men were so big that we looked like grasshoppers as we stood beside them. So 10 out of the 12 spies came back and said, we can't do it. It's impossible. It's too difficult. The land's too big. The people are too big. We're too small. We just got to settle for something less than what God has promised us. But two of the spies, a guy named Caleb, a young man named Joshua, these two guys said, we can take the land. We can do it with God's help. We can conquer this land. Now, in my mind's eye, I, I watched Joshua as a young man talking to the older guy. I said, come on, guys, we can do this. With God's help, I know we can do it. But guess what? They didn't do it. The 10 spies outvoted the two spies. And because of that faithless decision, God said to the entire nation, no one in this generation will enter the promised land. Now listen to me. Your decisions in the here and now help shape your there and then. That's what the Jews figured out. They wandered in the wilderness for 40 years because of that faithless decision. But guess what? After the 40 years, there were still two men alive from that generation, Caleb and Joshua. The two guys who stepped out in faith and believed God, they got to enter the promised land. So what does this teach us? Well, it teaches us that faith has its perks. When you walk by faith, your life will indeed change. Now, what made the difference between how Caleb and Joshua responded in comparison to the other 10 spies? Well, it was the word perspective. See, Caleb and Joshua looked at the promised land from a whole different vantage point. They looked at the circumstances and saw the very same thing that the other guys saw. They saw giants, fortified cities. There was obstacles everywhere. Every human reason told them, we can't enter the land. But they knew their success wasn't based on their shoulders, wasn't based on their abilities, but rather success would have been on the power, the presence, and the promises of their God. And so Joshua's new perspective is exactly what most of us need today as we face our giants. The giants and the obstacles 
that have hindered you from walking in faith and fulfilling your destiny. They need to be seen from a brand new perspective. They need to be seen from the same perspective that Joshua had. He knew he couldn't defeat the giants by himself, but he also knew he didn't have to because God was on his side. See, that one simple truth that God was on his side, that's what fueled the fires in Joshua's heart and gave him the courage to change his destiny and the destiny of that nation. So seeing life from God's perspective is only the beginning of a courageous lifestyle. I mean, you can say all day long, you know, I believe God's in charge. I believe God's got everything under control. I believe God's got my back. But courage only becomes real when you take a step of action and a step of faith. Michael Jordan said this, some people wait for it to happen. Some people wish it would happen. Other people make it happen. That's what God's calling you to do. Make it happen. Take some action. Step out in faith. That's living courageously. Seeing your life from a brand new perspective. Second thing of living courageously, it takes a guaranteed promise, I believe. For Joshua, there was a 40-year gap between seeing things from God's perspective and actually stepping into the promised land. You know what that means, don't you? God's plans often, usually, take longer than you're comfortable with. Don't you believe that? I mean, how many times do you feel like God's given you a promise, but boy, it's taken a long time for it to come to fruition. Now, that doesn't mean God's not working in your life right now. So don't give up on the vision that He's planted in your heart. It may just take a little bit more time than you're used to. As a young man, Joshua stood against the crowd. He said, we can do this. But now it's actually time for him to do it. Now it's time for him to step up and step out. That's why in Joshua, we see three times God says, I want you to be strong and courageous. Now, why do you suppose God told Joshua to be strong and courageous at this point in his life? Well, I want you to think about something. God had just disclosed the fact that Moses was dead, and now God was expecting Joshua to do something that Moses couldn't even do. Joshua was supposed to take the nation into the promised land, and Moses couldn't accomplish that. You remember that Moses was Joshua's mentor, a mentor for more than 40 years. So Joshua got to watch as Moses walked into the tabernacle and watch God do miracle after miracle using Moses. Now it was Joshua's turn. And I bet when he heard the news that he was expected to lead the unruly nation into the promised land, even though his mentor could have never done it, I bet you he felt like he needed to go over in the bushes and throw up. I mean, some of us have big decisions facing us. And it's at that moment when we feel our weakest, when we're so tempted to be fearful and we we shut down. Here's what we need to remember. When you're fearful, it's time to step out in faith. See, living courageously doesn't mean that you live without fear. It means you live out your faith in spite of your fear. You ever tried to calm the fears of one of your kids? It might have been the fear of riding a roller coaster or going to the dentist or even their first day in school. Now, you could stand there all day long and say, be strong and courageous, buck up, young boy, you can do this. But you know what ultimately gives them the courage to step out? It's when you say something like this, son or or daughter, I promise you, I promise you the roller coaster is not going to fly off the rails. Or I promise you that you won't die in the dentist chair. You're just going to feel like you are. 
And I promise you, you're going to make some great friends in this new school. See, it's the promise behind the words, be strong and courageous, that will finally enable you to step up and truly walk in courage. Listen to the promise that God gives Joshua. And notice how many times God uses the personal pronoun, I. Starting in verse 2, it says, Lead my people into the land that I am giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. You will be on the land that I have given you. No one can stand against you, for I am with you, and I will not fail you. That's what I call a guaranteed promise. It's based on what God says and not on what we hope to be true or think should happen. But guess what? New Testament believers like you and me have an even better, stronger promise. Jesus said when we believe in him, the Holy Spirit comes and takes up residence and lives within us. And the Bible says the Spirit will never, ever leave us. That means we have the ultimate mentor who will guide and direct us. He will never leave us no matter how foolish or unfaithful we act. The fact that God gave Joshua these unbelievable promises reminds us that God is intimately acquainted with the circumstances that surround each of our lives. In fact, you know, he's never surprised at your circumstances because he knows all things. He's never amazed at your response because he knows you personally. He's never annoyed at your lack of faith because he always is ready to take you one step deeper into that faith. You know, living courageously in a world like ours takes at least one more ingredient. I think it takes a divine provision. Joshua had the best training that was possible. I mean, Moses had taken him under his wing for 40 years. He got to watch up close and personal as God worked miracle after miracle through his mentor. It would be like some of us getting to sit in on the back room and hearing Sam and, and Pip and, and Bradley make some sort of deal, and we get to just sit there and watch and listen and learn. That's what was going on in Joshua's life. Now notice, even though Joshua had the best mentor ever, and God had already told him two times to be strong and courageous. Here in verse 9, God now commands. He commands him, be strong and courageous. And then God goes even further and adds these words. He says, don't be afraid or discouraged. This guy was about to become the, one of the greatest leaders of all time, one of the most feared and courageous warriors in the Old Testament. Yet God knew that there was a tendency in Joshua's heart to be fearful and discouraged. And maybe that's true about your heart as well. Maybe God knows that you need to be encouraged, to be strengthened. Maybe he needs to command you this morning, don't be discouraged, but rather step up and step out. You know, there's nothing unusual about being fearful or discouraged. That's just part of the human condition. But you don't have to remain there. Some of you might be fearful about your next step of faith even today. I mean, perhaps God is speaking to your heart this morning. Isn't it peculiar that even through a video, God can still speak to your heart? Maybe he's asking you to, to trust him, to, to step out in faith for the very first time and trust in Jesus, to admit that you're a sinner in need of someone to change your life, to, to bring hope to your life and hope for the future. Maybe God's saying, trust in Jesus for the very first time today. It takes a courageous life to step out and trust Jesus. Maybe God's given you a passion to use your gifts and talents and skills 
for a ministry that's larger and further reaching than you could ever imagine. Maybe, just maybe, someone here today is just so pooped out, so discouraged that you're ready to give up. Before you do that, before you run away in fear, before you say, God's not going to speak to me any longer, I want you to hear what God says to you and to your heart today. God says, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That's the promise. Wherever you go. You know, Joshua had no idea of what kind of battles he was about to face. They were going to be horrific, terrific, gigantic battles. He didn't know how difficult it was going to be leading this crazy, unruly nation. But he did know this. He had a promise. A promise like you and I, that wherever we go and whatever we face, God will be there with us and for us. For those of you that are listening this morning, and you're fearful, and you're doubtful, and you're discouraged, and you're worried about your next steps. Listen to the word. God says, be strong and courageous. For the Lord your God has promised you victory. Let's step up and step out in faith today. Would you pray with me? Father, quickly this morning, would you give our hearts courage to step up, step out, to trust you, to trust in Jesus, to live our lives to please you. We ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless.